when people get married, at least from the singles perspective, we sometimes feel like you guys have forgotten what it felt like to be single. And a lot of times in conversations with married couples, it almost just seems like, oh, you just need to be glad that you're still single because you don't know about marriage. And I'm like, but you're going home to your man tonight, though. You, you you ain't changing your mind about that. Like, you all this complaining, but you still going home to bay, and I'm not, sis. So I think, like, let's just talk about that. I know that in our conversations that we've had prior to recording the pilot, we know that we want to go for a different mission. What's up, good people? Welcome to the Becoming the One podcast. I'm not sure what day you're tuning into this podcast, whether it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, but whatever day it is, listen, you are in for a whole entire treat. Welcome again to the Becoming the One podcast. So my name is Amanda, and I want to kick this off with introducing you guys to some very, very important people. If you have been anywhere on these internet streets, I promise you, you have probably heard of them. They are the founders of the OneUniversity.com the All Nations Online Campus pastors, entrepreneurs, business owners. That's the same thing, huh? Anyway, forgive me. Um, they are mothers and fathers and parents and just amazing, amazing people. If you don't know who I'm talking about yet, if you haven't figured it out, I'm talking about Jamal and Natasha Miller. Welcome to the podcast. What's good, y'all? Oh my goodness. We are so pumped to finally launch the Becoming the One podcast, you guys. This has literally been a desire in our hearts for almost about two years now. So we have such a passion to encourage and um, help raise up secure men and women of God as they walk through their season of singleness. And, you know, many of you all, you may have heard us from like a webinar or a challenge um, that we've done, um, but we've always wanted to create a platform to where we could really just talk about real issues and real life and actually have the opportunity uh, to dig deeper into what it really means to thrive in your single season. So we're so pumped to finally have this manifesting and happening, and I know it's going to be an amazing time. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, guys, this is a real deal, real moment for us. Mm-hmm. It's kind of surreal because yeah. we have been in the last few years pioneering and plowing the ground mm-hmm. of really bringing value back to the single season. Yeah. While so many singles are trying to run away from their single season, we as a married couple have ran back to it because we've realized that there's so much treasure in your season of singleness. And the Bible even talks about it, that the moment you enter into marriage, it's almost like you have to enter into a whole new mindset of being uh, torn between serving God. God and and serving your future, serving serving your spouse. So just to see how much value there is in your single season has something that has drawn us back, even as a married couple, to help other singles get as much as they can out of their single season as possible. And we say it like this, that becoming the one definitely starts in your single season, but it should not stop in your married season. So whatever we're teaching you guys in this uh, amazing Becoming the One podcast, if you are a single person, you are going to 100% be able to benefit from it. But if you're a married couple, we're going to be definitely digging into real relationship issues and problems that you're going to be able to benefit from as well. So this is for anyone that is looking to become the better version of themselves for their future. So guys, we're pumped to be here and we have our amazing 
amazing co-host, guys. Amanda Ross, y'all. Like, she's about to be in this game with us, creating content for y'all out here. She's a single woman in the game, in the trenches yes, every single day, trying to do this thing God's way. So to be able to hear her vantage point, hear our vantage point, I think it's kind of like the best of both worlds, for real, for real. So we're going to be giving you guys the truth, right, Amanda? Truth, right? Yeah. You're a truth person, right? You're going to be trying to give the reality, the real truth. You're gonna no, we're talking 100% facts around here. We ain't got no time for no lies. We good. Facts. 100% facts. So let's kick this thing off. Why are we doing Becoming the One podcast? This is our pilot episode. This will never, ever be able to have a first episode ever again. So I think it'd be dope for us just to dive into why they, you know, why are we doing this? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good question. Like, why are we doing a podcast for singles? And I think as a single woman, I can let you know when I was like in my single season, I feel like every single woman, when you're in your like early 20s, like that college age era, that's when you're like, I'm trying to get my, what do they call it? Your MRS degree. Like when you go to college, like you're trying to leave. Like I come in as a miss, I leave as a missus. So oh, I, feel like I promise we- you I was L-O-S-T. Lost. I said MRS degree. I was like, right, I was like right. okay, I was like, master's like in servant reality degree. I was like, <laughs> it's like I've heard that at some schools, it's kind of like having a ring, but by, but by ring spring, by spring or ring after spring or something. Yeah, a ring by spring, ring before spring. Yeah, and maybe it's a southern thing. Um, because <laughs> I'm from Georgia, y'all. So maybe it's a southern thing. But everybody was like, "Hey, you want to get your MRS degree?" Um, and I just remember in that season of my life, especially when you're in your early twenties, you're so antsy to get married. I think right. people are antsy, period. Period. But you know, everybody says like, if you're not married before thirty, like, what is going on? So I think for me, this podcast is so necessary because there isn't a lot of healthy talk about becoming the one. There isn't a lot of healthy, healthy thought about what should you be doing in your season of singleness. And I love what you said, Jamal, about just bringing back the value of the single season, because in our culture, it's like if you are not in a relationship, engaged, dating, what are you actually doing? So I think just bringing back the value of singleness is so, so, so important. And I'm excited to dive into these conversations that are going to just reintroduce that to people. Yeah, I agree. And I know for me personally, like even during my single season is that I was, you know, doing kind of all the right things. You know, I was loving God. I was pursuing purpose. I had community. Everything was great. But once I entered into marriage, I realized that my soul was dead. I was like, oh my goodness, I have not dealt with um, healing in my life. I haven't dealt with trauma. I haven't dealt with unforgiveness. And I found that when I entered into marriage is when I actually looked myself in the mirror uh, for the first time and saw that, hey, Natasha, you really do have some issues that you need to deal with. And if you don't deal with these issues, it could literally um, end your marriage or it could cause a lot of division in your marriage. And it could even even to, uh, stop you from actually living the life that the Lord has intended me to live. So my whole passion, uh, you know, now that I have, you know, committed myself to making sure um, that I'm becoming a healthier me and that I'm dealing with the issues of my soul, I am now an advocate for helping single women and men, um, you know, walk through that journey of healing before they enter into marriage. And, you know, my husband and I are very transparent 
in the place of that we know that once you enter into marriage it's not like you're not gonna still need to go through healing or right. soul surgery but my heart is that you would begin that process before you enter into covenant at least become more aware of the issues of your soul and have some type of you know process or have some type of um verbiage yeah. for what you're going through so that when you enter into covenant you'll be able to verbalize that and also walk through it in a healthy way so that's you know my passion i think um you know just in regards to even having this podcast is that we want to talk about those real issues and letting you guys know that hey the journey it does not end you know once you enter into marriage but we want you to start the journey before and you and what you'll see um like for us every single person listening to this podcast right now you are in a season where you are realizing that your past has a lot of impact on your future because you're living in the decisions that you've made previously right now every decision that you've made le leading up to this moment has impacted your present and now being able to see that reality of thinking, oh my goodness, I don't want to be sitting at my altar. I don't want to be sitting on my wedding day, realizing that I am not ready to walk into this next season. And that's why we've done it. Because y'all listen to me, we hate divorce. Can we say it louder? Divorce is ruining children, it's ruining legacy, it's ruining families. We were not made to go through divorce. Divorce literally is like a tear in your whole personhood because you have now joined yourself with a person and now you have to rip that thing apart in order to be separated and that is not something that god created us to go through and god literally i believe has an all-out attack upon divorce and that's why he's raising up men and women like myself and natasha and other couples that are really going after this thing of helping couples helping singles to do marriage god's way because we really do believe that we don't want anyone having to experience the trauma of divorce. And so we want to reduce the divorce rate. And God spoke to us saying, hey, instead of us trying to go after you know couples, maybe we should start before a person becomes a couple and help them to be ready for marriage. And then once they do get married, they're a lot more ready, which would ultimately reduce the divorce rate in our world. And that's been our ultimate aim for the last few years is to help as many people as possible be ready for their married season. So you guys, with us doing the Becoming the One podcast, I think it's just super, super, super important that I bring up um, something from the International Club of Singles. I guess that's what I'm, I, I'm officially the president on today. And the, the thing that I want to bring up, y'all, is a lot of times, like, let's be for real, when people get married, at least from the singles perspective, we sometimes feel like you guys have forgotten what it felt like to be single. And a lot of times in conversations with married couples, it almost just seems like, oh, you just need to be glad that you're still single because you don't know about marriage. And I'm like, but you're going home to your man tonight, though. <laughs> you, you, you ain't changing your mind about that. Like, you all this complaining, but you're still going home to bay, and I'm not, sis. So I think, like, let's just talk about that. I know that in our conversations that we've had prior to recording the pilot, we know that we want to go for a different mission, but I think it would just be very important for us to dialogue just this whole how do we have a healthy conversation between married people and single people where single people don't feel belittled, but married people also get to be known as relatable. Like y'all can remember your single season and you can give wisdom from where you are, but also 
you might have been single in 1988 and I may be, you know, single in 2019. And there is a crazy difference between those time frames as far as like what's happening with being single. So, yeah, I just want to bring that up. Yeah, that is such a great question, Amanda. But there's a legitimate disconnect um, in regards to married you know, people and singles. And I think there's, you know, so many different ways to look at it because even as you mentioned that, yes, you know, a single person can see a married couple and the married couple's giving them wisdom, but in their mind, you know, they're thinking, like you said, you know, they're going to go home and do Netflix and chill. They're going to be hanging out. But even as you were mentioning that, I thought, man, there's even a flip side of that to where married couples, you know, could be you know, preaching this wisdom and then going home and then their marriage is a mess. So I think at the end of the time, we have to extend grace to one another and knowing that we are all figuring this out. I do want to personally apologize on behalf of married people for neglecting, you know, singles. It's easy to be like, okay, we married, we don't walk through the desert. We don't walk through this season. Now we just running into the clouds and to the sunset. And then we don't go back and help. I know for me as a married woman, having having multi-generational relationships to where I have an older woman who has been married longer than me, you know, for me to be able to sit there and ask her questions about what to expect. And I feel like as married people, we cannot be afraid, you know, to go back and dig into our our uh, personal history, because honestly, some single people like. They have, I'm sorry, not single people, but some married people have not really taken the time to go back into their single season and see what, you know, they did right or what they did wrong because in their minds, they may have idolized marriage. So I feel like on both ends, we have to do better in letting people know that, hey, even though I am married, it does not make me perfect. I am still in need of a savior each and every day I'm dying. Um, to my flesh and then if you think about even as a single person you're dying to your flesh every day every day you are picking up your cross and you're saying god i need you the difference is is that in in a married in a married covenant you have somebody to kind of help help you carry that cross per se you know so i believe that it's really just having an open conversation it's couples coming together and saying hey i I, i'm going to give you access into my life I'm going to let you come over to my house and have coffee with me and have dinner with me. Instead of us going out to dinner, I want you to come into my home. I want you to see how I do like how me and my husband communicate and, and me opening up my doors to single women that who are newly married or they're engaged or not married yet. I've seen such a difference in their lives. That's where it's like Natasha. Wow. I didn't know marriage took all that. I didn't know motherhood took all that. Well, I liked how you interacted with your husband, how you went through that, you know, situation. So I really think like across the board, we need to be more transparent and more open and opening up our homes, opening up our lives, you know, to uh, men and women who are in the process of preparing for marriage. Absolutely. The thing is, when you look at this like situation, I guess, between the conflict between couples and between singles, at the end of the day, um, I know for every single person, I was the same way before I learned to value uh, being mentored by couples is nobody wants to be the third wheel. Right. Like, I don't care whether you're single or you're married. Being the third wheel is like the immediate shining light on what you do not have. Right. And so if you're out. I don't have a minute. (laughs) Right. It's just like you be. I mean, we've had moments. 
be friendships too. Like it's like, oh, okay, who's that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, like so nobody wants to be the third wheel. So I think there needs to be this purpose of what do I add to this conversation, to this moment? What value can I bring, you know, as a single person, even to a married couple, to where it doesn't look like, hey, you're just here watch us be in love and watch us be in this moment. But no, like, hey, this is a season for you to like Natasha said to learn, to glean, to be able to bring you into this moment so you can see it. Cause what are we, what are we, why are we doing this, y'all? Like, why are we talking about this stuff? It's because we are doing our best to demystify the fairy taleness of marriage. The reality is right now we have more singles coming from broken homes where they have not seen yeah. love put on the right display, where they have not seen love endure. One of the most amazing times with my pastor and his wife was when I was at their house just spending time quality time and they started arguing about finances and i was like oh okay i'm gonna slide on out and it was like jamal sit down and i was like okay and uh right and it was like jamal sit down i was like okay and they're like you need to watch us get through this argument and watch us get to this conflict and i was like and the fact that they invited me into that intimate moment of their life i'll never forget it and to be able to see them argue about finances to see my pastor you know humble himself and recognize hey i don't know as much as i thought i knew about financials that's your wheelhouse to see him humble himself as a man and let her in to 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 kind of give wisdom and insight into it i was like wow so that's how that's done that's what that's done as a single person that built me up so much but at the same time they were yeah, there are moments when i've been when i was single that i was with america couple spending time hanging out that i was able to give insight from a situation going on in my life something happening with me as a single person that helped them have insight for their own children because i was able they had teenage children that were coming into dating and relationships and as a single person i was able to kind of give them some insight give them some wisdom from a vantage point that was different so it was just i think from both ends us learning how to put down these walls of division and saying hey we can yeah. glean and learn from one another and be able to do this thing right in regards to becoming the one which is the ultimate version of who god's called you to be who did god see whenever he created you that was the person we're going after and that's the person that's going to be successful in your future marriage listen i think we probably gonna have to have like some type of section on this podcast where i'm like that was the word <laughs> that was the word we can't just pass by that and not take a moment to dig in there um, I love that you said that, like, who were you? Were, who were you when, like, God created you? Like, who is the one? Like, who is that for you? And I think so many of us, we're so lost in what the world has introduced us to be or what the world says that we are or what the world tries to entice us into becoming that we haven't taken the time to ask ourselves that question. Like, who was I when God made me? Like, who was I when God made me? And you're still accountable to who God has made you to be, even when you are in marriage, okay? It's not like Ooh, you do something it. wrong and you're like, no, that was Jamal's fault. No, that was Natasha's fault. God is looking at you as his son or his daughter, and you still are called to live according to his statutes, his principles, his um, his instruction. So if you can grab a hold of his word and value it and hold it near to your heart, then when you do enter, whether into marriage or whether into, because y'all, when we die, I mean, you ain't going to be like, yes, me and Jamal going to live together forever in heaven. No, we all are going to be sons and daughters of God in heaven, enjoying the presence of God. So I think too, understanding that marriage is a gift. It's a gift, you know, just like life is a gift. It's just like when you um, are having a moment with some of your dear friends and you're just laughing until your belly aches. Like that's a gift. I mean, there's a gift to see 
birds singing and music playing. You know what I'm saying? So I think too, like my husband said, I loved how he said for us to uh, demystify this fairy tale idea of what marriage is like. We're not saying that marriage sucks. I mean, it's it's amazing and it's powerful, but at the same time, it's not perfect. Um, you know, just like everything, whether you know, like and I, life isn't perfect. And I think one of the like goals that we want to have with this podcast is whether you're single, you're engaged, dating, or married, is that you would realize. I know that. Hey, we used to say this, and I think we've come away from it. So it's been a beautiful pioneering of this new revelation that I'm not too has becoming a whole. Right? We all have now understood that. Hey, I am not trying to be out here trying to find the person that completes me. I'm not looking for the person yeah. that is making up for what I don't have. I'm not looking for the person that is going to uh, fill in my weaknesses and my gaps no i am a whole person combining myself with a whole person and we are two whole people marching into this thing called marriage so our goal is to get you as whole as possible the reality is is that you're going to on your wedding day still have issues problems what i call it issues in your tissues i said like this everything you do before you say i do is preparation for marriage you will still be messed up jacked up and have things that you got to get through work through when you get to your altar but let's be one thousand percent you don't have to be as jacked up as you could be if you can work on as much as possible before you get married so that when you get to that wedding moment, you have a lot of, hear me when I say this, self-awareness. That is a word that is missing that I believe in the body of Christ. Are you aware of your weaknesses? Are you aware of your dysfunctions? Are you aware of your proclivities? Are you aware of what tempts you? Are you aware of what could cause your marriage to fail? Are you aware of your temptations? Are you aware how much awareness have you been brought into before you now have to now learn somebody else's weaknesses, somebody else's dysfunction, somebody else's proclivities, all these things about somebody else. You need to learn you. And that's what this podcast is all about, helping you to learn you. Yeah. And I mean, I think we just need to take a moment to give the single some time to exhale, because I think what you guys are saying, particularly with you all stating that, hey, when you get married, you're still going to have some, what you say, issues in your tissues? Issues in your tissues and everything. Okay, that's the new one. I like that, though. You're single, your issues in your tissues, You only you can see it. All right? Just being mm. right. But when you get married, I'm sorry. Your spouse going to see your issues on your tissues. You can try to throw it in the toilet real fast and don't get nasty. But the reality is they're going to be able to see it. They're going to be able to see it. And you got to be able to be real and honest with it. So I'd rather you be learning this thing and becoming real with it because i don't want it to be where somebody's shining a light on my stuff and i'm being like oh my i never seen that but like hey so let's talk about that you know what i'm saying like versus someone like calling you out versus you coming coming clean bruh, and being like hey look bro i want to tell you because the biggest demon you're gonna have to confront in marriage is the spirit of pride because that spirit of pride is going to cause you to be in defense mode the moment you begin to get your issues dealt with your stuff dealt with stuff focused on because there is stuff that can only be dealt with in marriage i promise you and that is the thing that we tell singles all the time you can prepare as much as possible but you will never ever be 100 prepared there is no such thing if that's the case then you can go ahead and just float your little stuff up to heaven because you now an angel there's no such thing. So folks be out here looking for a perfect person. That person doesn't exist. There is no perfect person. You just need to find somebody who is as ready as possible, as aware as possible, so you guys can do this thing together. Oh my goodness. Listen, 
I don't know if y'all can tell by now, but this is about to be a really good podcast. And this is just a glimpse into what you are about to get with this season one of Becoming the One podcast. So y'all, we are kind of nearing the end of our episode and I just want to take time. Let's just kind of like, we can do it like rapid fire style, just spit it out. Like what are some topics that we know we want to talk about this season on Becoming the One podcast? So we don't have to go into super detail, but we can just kind of give give the people a little a little preview, a little glimpse into some of the things that we'll be talking about this season. So for us, you know, our biggest goal, like we said, is helping you to become the one. So we want to bring language to that. What does that look like, right? And I will say this. Hear me when I say this, y'all. I know we've been talking for a bit minute, a bit of a minute now. We want to see you married. Like, we're not trying to see you stay single, bruh. We're not trying to see you stay single. We're trying to change the world through marriage. That is our goal. That is our heart. That is our passion. That is our focus. We want to see more godly married couples. Hallelujah. Praise God. Shout amen. We want to see Hallelujah. Hey, Thank now. you, Jesus. Come on now. Worthy, Lord. Hey, now. I praise you. We want to see you married. We want to see you in covenant. So what can we do on this podcast to get you as close as possible to that altar ready as possible so everything that we can talk about from dating to the hard conversations to you know uh dysfunctions to healing to soul ties to exes to uh sex to temptation whatever that could potentially prevent you from getting to the altar we're going to talk about yeah i mean we're going to talk about it all like with no filter no holding back and i think too in this day and age being a single person in 2019 is just a whole new breed. So I think even talking about dating, like how, what does that look like online dating? I know you guys, everybody may not know it, but you guys met on Facebook. So there's like that whole entire flow there talking about how do you have healthy relationships, just a whole entire conversation about all things becoming the one. Yes, we're excited to just be transparent with you guys and talk about just those real issues of what it really takes to be a wife, what it really takes to be a husband, what it takes to um, even to live and be the best you. Um, so we're excited to have you guys with us and it's going to be a fun season. It's going to be great, y'all. Let's um, end this thing off with like, just what is your one word? To all of our listeners right now, if we just had to end every episode with like one thought, one word, one whatever, like what would you say? We all can go. For me, it's always purpose, man. I absolutely, you know, live for purpose and I am, my father did it, you know, he died for the joy, what was set before him. That was a purpose moment. He laid his life down for purpose. We want to bring purpose back to marriage. And if we can bring purpose back to marriage and we can bring purpose back to singleness, then I believe we can help you guys stay motivated and focused on what really matters in this season of your life. I would say be present um, and to not get overwhelmed. I know that you guys may be getting a lot of information when we're talking and sharing information with you. You may start you know, getting emotional or you may feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not who I thought I was. Um, but I want you to know that um, if you, you know, commit uh, to the process and you remain present in what God is doing in your life, knowing that God is writing your story and knowing that God, um, he's the author of your story. And, um, and when you're listening to us, that you would be inspired, you would be encouraged to continue, to continue your walk 
uh, with the Lord in becoming the best version of yourself. Yeah. What I would say is that there is beauty in your single season. And I say that as a single woman who has been single for minutes, um, not like terribly long, but longer than I would have hoped. But um, I think there's beauty in this season. I think so many single people just look at this season as the most dreadful experience. They don't pursue purpose. They don't travel. They don't get to know themselves. They don't find out what they like, what they don't like. They don't you know, explore. And I just want to make sure that you guys know just through this podcast and through our conversations that Yes, we definitely want you to be married. I want to be married 2000%, but I don't believe it's God's will for me to be sad, depressed, and crying every single day until I walk down an aisle. So I think for me, there's beauty in this season. And we're going to talk about the beauty and the treasure that God has in store for you in your single season. And also the beauty and treasures that God has in store for you when you become married. So you guys, I, I I think we've done it. I think we've recorded Let's go. a whole entire pilot episode. I mean, so guys, we are ready, man. We're excited to take you guys on this journey. Like Natasha said, we just can't wait to continue to pour into you guys and do this thing and get you guys to where God wants to get you. And let's go. Yeah, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Becoming the One podcast. We'll be right back at you. And make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe on social media. And we will be with you soon with another conversation between a married couple and a single woman about how to become the one.